Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is the George Reister Podcast brought to you by The Unafraid Show. Thank you guys for joining me today. I appreciate your time and your energy. As usual, visit unafraidshow.com. We got all types of great articles up for you guys uh, and particularly the Hot Takes House. As it comes every single Monday, it will be up as soon as the podcast is over with. You guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. Great topics up for you guys today. First of all, James Harden fans, they need to be shamed. They all need to be shamed and be ashamed to be associated with James Harden. And I'm going to tell you why. Second thing, all this Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors talk is nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. And why the college football transfer portal is an absolute disaster why it's a disaster. I'm going to tell you guys all of those things today. Usual, you guys make sure you swipe up, share the feed, tell a friend about the Unafraid Show. We're going to start with James Harden. And it all started with the games this weekend, with him playing in the playoffs. It just irked my nerves so much because I signed up to watch NBA basketball and I got crying Harden all over the place. Do you realize how ridiculous it is to watch this? As an NBA fan, like, I'm judging you if James Harden is your favorite player. Like, I have no choice. Like, do you watch this dude play? Like, James Harden is the kind of guy, the way he plays basketball, you would think he would die in a pillow fight. It is disgusting. Flailing all over the place, falling all over the place. And I think that 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 says something about the character of the people who are his fans. It has to. Because the people that you choose to associate yourself with and root for, it says something about you. If you were a Jordan fan, you were a Kobe fan, whether you were a Shaq fan, like it says something about you. This dude is the 2019 version of Dwight Howard. He's a crybaby. He is unfocused at times and he quits on you. Like this is what James Harden does. I mean, and how as a fan, like a fan is supposed to be Like a player, you're supposed to be proud of the person that you cheer for. You're supposed to be proud. Like he's supposed to like instill some sort of like, like, you know, I can stick my chest out about you. I can be excited about being a fan of you. But does that really exist with James Harden? I don't see it. Like, how can you be proud of a guy on you guys? Wait till you see the article. We got clips of him falling all over the place. Nobody's touching him. All of this. And he's built like a tank. Like He can knock people over. He dunks on people, but then he gets blown over by a feather. I don't understand. I don't understand like how people sign up for that. And I think this has to do with the new generation and the new culture. They want to be celebrated for half-assed jobs. They want to be celebrated. Oh, I do. I'm I'm great on offense. I average 36 points. But my defense is is late and it's tardy and it's non-existent. I mean, like, is James Harden a person that you want your kid to grow up to be? I mean, is he really? Yeah, he's rich. Yeah, he's famous. All those things are good. But does he display the type of quality and characteristics of character that you want your kids to have? Mine, not at all. Plays hard on offense, wants all the glory, wants all the wins, but then doesn't want to do the dirty work. Doesn't want to do the hard stuff. And I don't raise my kids like that. So if James Harden were my kid, he wouldn't be able to exist playing basketball the way he exists. 
Otherwise, our relationship would be fractured because I'm embarrassed. I would be embarrassed by watching this. Man, I mean, is these the type of characteristics that you want to be associated with? If you are a James Harden fan. Seriously, this is the guy you want to be associated with. Hmm. Interesting. I don't buy it. I'm not it. Because you cannot win a championship with this level of effort. You can't. Like, as good as he is. Oh, the Rockets were a couple minutes away from the finals last year. Well, they would have found a way to lose the finals. Because you cannot win with this type of effort, energy, and all of that. Like, he's not a role model. Like, you you can't want your kids to be like this. So how can you cheer for a guy that you cannot feel good about? Can you feel good about the way LeBron carries himself and the way he plays and the person he is? Yep, absolutely. Steph Curry, underdog, plays hard. Is he the greatest defensive player? No, but does he play hard every game? Yep. Klay Thompson, yep. Draymond, mm, kind of does some questionable things sometimes, but he always plays hard. Think about it. What do you want your kids to be like? And that's who you choose. Like this is new generation. He is all new generation. And that's why I cannot get on the James Harden train. I wouldn't give him an MVP vote. I wouldn't give him any damn thing. No way, Jose, because that's why I judge people who are Kevin, who are James Harden fans. They're like, oh, no, James Harden is the greatest. Really, though? Really? Oh, he's so incredible offensively. He, he has found a way to manipulate the rules. He's found a way to manipulate the rules of the NBA of the fouls called. Yes, that's a skill. Yes, that's cool. But it's falling all over the ground, all over the place. What you really want. I mean, is that what we signed up for as fans? To see guys shoot free throws all day? Or did we sign up to see them do amazing things? Shoot balls and and dunk on people and do heroic things. Not find a way to get a foul call so I can shoot some more free throws. No, make some buckets, dude. Make some damn buckets. Next thing up. I got three reasons why for you guys, Kevin Durant will not be leaving the Golden State Warriors. Despite what you have heard from Rick Butcher, Chris Broussard, everybody else, he's not leaving the Warriors, provided... The money's right. If the Warriors offer him a, com- a contract that he's that he can live with, that's commensurate with his skill level and all of that, why would he leave? Really think about that. This is uh, the 2019-2020 season. Will be Kevin Durant's 13th season in the NBA. 13th. That means you're on the backside of your career. LeBron's on year 16. I mean, even if he got to 20 years, he's still on the backside of his career. So why would you sign up to do more? Because all players, as they get older, they're trying to play less, win more, get their legacy right, maybe get up there in the top 10 of all time where everybody considers you that. Think about that. So you mean to tell me that Kevin Durant, who, while he was an OKC Slash Seattle, I know he was in Seattle for a year. For nine years, he got double teamed all the time. He got, had difficult shots, had to go one-on-one. The team with him and Russ had few assists. 
So you mean to tell me that you're going to sign up for that again to go to New York? To come to L.A.? Make it more difficult? Yeah, nah, that doesn't make sense to me. As he gets older, think about this. Kevin Durant, in his three years in the with the Golden State Warriors, in the playoffs, he averages fewer minutes, more points, shoots a higher percentage from three-point, two-point, and the free-throw line. Do you realize how easy basketball is? When that it is, and then you just have to cruise through the regular season. You don't have to wonder if you're going to make the playoffs. You just have to compete for a championship. Come on, man. I'll give you your answer about Baker or Mahomes in just a second. Then the second reason is Kevin Durant has Silicon Valley investments. This dude has maximized his time in the Bay Area. He started his own venture capital company. He's got equity stakes in Rubrik. Acorn, you know, the uh, the thing that allows you to save money every single time you use your debit card. Pyology, which is though those pizza rev type uh, quick pizza fireplaces. Lime scooters, the little scooters that you rent with your app on your phone, those. And yes, money does travel, travel across state lines, but proximity and relationships matter. Because who is the Golden State Warriors owner? Mr. Joseph Lakeham. And what did he do for a living? He is a venture capital guy, made his money there. That's how he got enough money to buy the Warriors. And he mentors Durant. You leave and go to New York, what you got? You got James Dolan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. That's an upgrade. Nope, not at all. So I'm supposed to believe that Kevin Durant is going to mess up his basketball future, probably not compete for a championship. And then he's going to... Uh, leave his money, mess his money up because he said he wanted to buy an NBA team. Just because he had a couple beefs with uh, Draymond Green? Listen, Kevin Durant is sensitive and a superstar and all these things, and I totally agree. But the reality is he's not an idiot. And that would be a loser move by him. So you're just going to like sign up to make life more difficult. Come on, man. Nobody's doing that. Like nobody wants that. And then you're going to live in New York instead of L.A.? I'm sorry, instead of California? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll love those winners there too. Come on, man. The last thing we got up today is the NCAA transfer portal. It is getting out of control. The transfer portal is getting out of control. You guys have heard about it. It is almost a thousand kids in the transfer portal. Are you kidding me? A thousand. You realize what that means? Like that means that out of the 11,000 division one college scholarship, college football players, like almost a 10th of them are saying, you know what? We made the wrong decision. We want out. I have written extensively. I have talked about the fact that I love players being able to transfer, being able to move freely, having options the same way the coaches do. I'm all in on that. I'm in favor of it. Raise my hand, George. I'm in. But you know what I don't like? I don't like people giving these kids bad advice. And I don't like the fact that kids don't want to stand on their own and face a little bit of adversity. 
Because it is not always easy to sit at a school knowing that you are behind a guy, work your ass off, beat him out, or sit sit kindly for a year and play a little bit and get the job and compete for the job next year. Because guess what? There are a lot of people like Tom Brady in and out of the lineup in college. A lot of people didn't start in college. Didn't play a ton in college. Look at Matt Castle. I, how many games did he start while he was at USC behind everybody? Not very many. Maybe one or two. Guess what happens? Still gets drafted. Still what? He's still playing right now. People still trying to give the man job opportunities. I mean, I mean, like really, like you have to be willing to. That, that's a great point, Pop Line. These kids have to be willing to make a make better college choices instead of just trying to go to the school that I feel like I belong at. Don't log jam yourself behind people. Remember, I told a kid uh, that went to my high school. He wanted to go to USC. He was a running back. Really? Oh, man, he was awesome. He was. But also told the man, I'm like, don't just like don't just log jam yourself behind people they you were the number two running back in the class they signed number one number two number four and number six or something like that why would you go there i mean like it's not that that doesn't mean that you're not having faith in yourself it just means that it's just hard for coaches to manage expectations like that and when you have people that are so talented and it's so close it doesn't always work out that way for you so kids have to make good choices. They have to make good decisions and they have to have good advisors around them. Because remember, a lot of these kids are getting advice from people who either have a vested financial interest. Oh man, they're hating on you. Go somewhere where they're going to let you play all of that. Or they have shame surrounding it. Oh, I didn't play as a freshman. I'm sad. So it's got to be coach's fault. No, sometimes you're not just ready. I know that you think that you're ready to go play in college football and start and you can be Trevor Lawrence. I know you think you can, Justin Fields. I know you think you can, uh, Tate Martell. No, you think you can, all these other people. But sometimes you're not ready and that's okay. And that's the best path for you. So I hope that all these people stop giving these kids terrible advice because it's horrendous. There's no reason why you should have, you know, kids transferred every single year. Jalen Hurts makes sense. Leave Alabama. You're not the starter. You're older. And the guy's coming back. Yeah, man, I'm out. And you've been a starter. Yeah, nah, I'm out. Like that. Kelly Bryant, same thing at Clemson. Nobody can fault you for that. But when you just don't want to compete, you don't want to earn your job. No way. Um, a crazy person just said that Trevor Lawrence is overrated. Yeah, no. Trevor Lawrence is 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 touchdown Jesus. I mean, I'm just here to say it. The kid is the truth. The kid is the absolute truth. And I believe in him wholeheartedly. Uh, somebody asked me about a better upside, Baker Mayfield or Patrick Mahomes. <sighs> Based upon this last year, I mean, you, you you have to say you can't lose with either one, but Mahomes' season was absolutely ridiculous. 50 touchdowns, but he's without Kareem Hunt this year. 
because he plays for the Browns. And he's likely going to be without the cheetah. Without his fast man, Tyreek Hill. All year because of his uh, court uh, pending charges or upcoming stuff coming up, which is all bad for Mahomes. So we're going to see what Mahomes is made of. AFC West is not going to be necessarily that easy. Raiders still probably going to be at the bottom. Still got the Chiefs. And you got the Chargers who are going to be good as well. It is still going to be a dogfight. It's not going to be easy. You guys, thank you guys for watching the George Reister podcast presented by the Unafraid Show. You guys make sure that you share it with a friend. Tell a friend about the Unafraid Show. And most importantly, visit the Unafraid Show. Well, not the Unafraid Show. Just unafraidshow.com. Great articles up, expanding on all the stuff I talked about today. Send in your comments and questions to I'm mad at unafraidshow.com and I will answer all your questions and we'll get to them. Peace out. Catch you guys later.